Hello and welcome to episode one of Resilient Solutions. Hello and welcome to Resilient Solutions, where I help you become more resilient in your personal lives, your relationships, and your business endeavors. Hello, my name is John Thurman. I'm an author, a therapist, a work-life consultant, and a resiliency coach. And today, we're going to launch this episode with a couple of key things that you need to know about being resilient. Well, I guess since we're doing a show on resilience, we should probably talk about some definitions. First, a little background. The word resilience has been in the popular culture since the early 2000s, around the same time of the 9-11 attacks. At that point in time, we were all reeling in shock and horror at what had happened. Since then, we've become a lot more resilient and hardened nation with a lot more robustness and ability to deal with adversity. So what I want to do as we begin today is talk about some definitions. One definition of resilience it has to do with the idea that resilience is what we sometimes think of as psychological body armor. That's your ability to bounce back, to pick yourself up and try again and again and again until you either succeed or decide on a more productive direction. Dr. George Everly, who's a personal mentor and a thought leader on the whole concept of resilience, says that resilience is the ability to personally rebound from adversity. Part of making this happen is to make the choice to move forward. For example, if you experience some type of trauma in your life, you have the choice to let the trauma either define who you are and remain a victim, or you can work through the trauma, learn from it, and experience what we call post-traumatic growth. A couple of years ago, I had the opportunity to meet an author and speaker, John Acuff, a delightful young man who is a wonderful communicator, and he's just released a brand new book, and for those of you that struggle with overthinking, his book, Soundtracks, is a book to get. But he gives a really nice definition of resilience. And he says basically that resilience is allowing yourself to begin again when things don't go the way you expected them to go the first time. Isn't that great? Another way of looking at resilience is that Resilience refers to the ability of an individual, a group, or an organization, or even an entire population to rapidly and effectively rebound from psychological and or behavioral disruptions that could be associated with critical events, pandemics, acts of terror, and mass disasters. So those are some pretty comprehensive definitions, but simply stated, resilience means I may get knocked down seven times, but I get up for number eight and number nine. Well, let me ask you a question real quick. How is your resilience muscle doing today? Are you working it out? Is it getting stronger? Is it fat and flabby? Is it atrophied? Well, we always have choices in life. Whether you're on top of your resilience training program or you feel lost in the woods, you can make a shift today to move forward. Now, uh, resilience has a first cousin, and that cousin's name is resistance. Resistance refers to the ability of an individual, a group, an organization, or an entire population to resist manifestations of clinical distress, impairment, or dysfunction associated with critical events, terrorism, mass disasters, and natural disasters. Resistance can be thought of as kind of a stress immunity. And you know, as you look at this whole idea of resistance and stress immunity, all you have to do is look at your life. Now, I've celebrated several summers, and I've had years where it's been feast, great things, blessings, joy, 
prosperity, but I've also had seasons that have been famine and really dark and lonely. I've had times I've made great decisions, times where I've made stupid decisions. What I have learned to do is as I move forward, be sure that I'm aware of where I've been and where I'm going and take the lessons learned so I can become more resilient because I've built my resistance. I understand what trouble is and I've got a track record of how to deal with it in a successful way. So let's don't forget to use that whole concept of resistance, being able to anticipate and take appropriate actions to avoid additional pain. Now, I'm a person of faith, and one of the things that the scriptures teach us is that we're to walk circumspectly. And that means we're just to live our lives in a way that we have some awareness as to what's going on around us. And so part of resistance is being actively aware of the things that can cause us stress, that can harm us, that can trigger us and trip us out. And rather than being swept away by them, having tools that we can use to actively engage them to, if you will, vaccinate ourselves from the stress. So when those triggers and those tough times hit us, we're not caught off guard. It doesn't mean it's not going to knock us back, but it does mean we might be able to absorb more, to do more, to push forward and not to be overwhelmed. Well, is your head spinning right now? I hope it isn't. But what I want to do is just encourage you. This whole podcast, as you and I work together to develop it, is going to be about finding ways to help you and I become more resilient in our day-to-day lives, be it in our personal life. And I know a couple of things I struggle with is I tend to overthink, and I can also be a procrastinator. And by the way, for those of you that are in that procrastination club, do you know that procrastinators, those of us that procrastinate, are really closet perfectionists? We keep putting things off so we won't have to do them because it should be done right. And we aren't sure we could do it right, so we just don't do it. That's overthinking things. And in my work as a therapist, as a human being, I see three or four things that we do. We tend to overthink. We tend to suffer from the paralysis of analysis. We tend to get ourselves in log jams. And we let our own self-talk talk us out of more than it talks us into. And I know for myself, and I hope for you also, that if you want to make some changes in your life, if you want to become more intentional, more engaged, if you want to have a more robust life, a life that's filled with more blessings, more opportunities, opportunity to bless others, an opportunity to be a giver to others, then let me challenge you to look at how your personal resilience muscle is doing. Are you able to kind of be like the old Timex watch, takes a licking and keep on ticking? Or do you Or do you just get wiped out at any type of adversity comes your way? Well, folks, life is hard. I've been on this earth for 69 summers, and I've had some great years, and I've had some tough years. And one of the things I know is that life is tough, but if you engage in a challenge, if you lean into adversity, if you welcome it with a toolkit that helps you become stronger, you can pretty much do whatever you want to do in your life if you're willing to pay the price make the investment, and make the adjustments you need to make. Now, I do want to go back to John Acuff's book, Soundtracks. He he shares openly about how much he struggles with overthinking. And I love it because I struggle with that. As a clinician, I've got some tools I can use. But he has an uncanny ability to take the tools and make them easy to read and understand. So let's review his definition again. Resilience is allowing yourself to begin again when things don't go the way you expected 
the first time. I'm an author, and I know many of you want to write books, but you know what keeps us back? Overthinking, that negative self-doubt, that fear. And it may be something that someone's spoken to us, our own made-up mess in our head. And the way you begin to overcome that is to exercise your resilience muscle on a regular basis. So kind of wrapping this uh, first session up, and once again, I'm so glad you joined us today. When you add the concept of resistance to resilience, it means that you can learn from adversity and you can become stronger. I love what uh, Kelly Clarkson said, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. That is so true. When you get vaccinated, it'll either prevent you from getting infected or sick or really significantly lessen it. When we look at becoming more resilient and using the tool of resistance as a stress immunity type of system, then we can realize that I can process trauma. I can process rough times. I can learn to become more resilient. I can find people to come alongside of me. And what happens is that I can be intentionally and dynamically prepared to respond to whatever life throws my way. Now, in the next session, I'm going to go over 10 traits of resilient people. I think you'll enjoy it. We're planning on releasing these on Tuesday mornings. So I'll see you next Tuesday. Once again, for more information about me, you can go to johntherman.info. That's john, J-O-H-N, T-H-U-R-M-A-N.info. Or my other website is johntherman.net. Hey, thanks again for joining me today. Today in episode one of Resilient Solutions, we discuss resilience and resistance, two key components to help you have a meaningful, productive, and intentional life. Well, as they say, that's a wrap. I've got a couple of freebies for you if you like. If you're married and you like some ways to improve your marriage, why don't you just text the word 21 ways to 33777. Text the word 21 ways to 33777. In exchange for your email, you get a free ebook with 21 proven tips to improve your relationships. Now, maybe with COVID and other things, you've been kind of stressed out in your brain a little bit. Well, managing your thought life is so important. And I put together a free 13-minute video called Brain Tricks. Once again, you can download that by texting the word Brain Tricks to 33777. Once again, Brain Tricks at 33777. Have a great day. Hope you have a wonderful week. And remember, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it.